Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This meeting has been widely condemned by the Anti-Defamation League, by the White House. The man who served as the ambassador to Israel under President Trump said in a statement, quote, to my friend Donald Trump, you are better than this. Even a social visit from an anti-Semite like Kanye West and human scum like Nick Fuentes is unacceptable. Human scum. Uh, If you've read any of Nick Fuentes, who I don't know, I didn't know who he was until a couple of days ago. I think I'd heard the name, I suppose, but. I'd never spend any time. Trump had dinner at his golf club. Kanye just kind of like announced he was coming, right? Is that the way it went down? Uh, I'm told by Trump's people that the uh, the dinner was actually scheduled prior to Kanye's recent anti-Semitic rants. Okay. Dinner table events. Uh, and then Kanye shows up with this other dude who, who Trump claims, I didn't know he was coming. I didn't know who he was, which I believe. But you did know who Kanye was, <laughs> and you willingly sat down with him, which is not the greatest judgment if you want to win a general election. Right. Anyway, uh, this Nick, Nick Fuentes guy says all kinds of crazy, stupid crap that he should have no voice or megaphone of any kind. And uh, is a bad guy. And an actual anti-Semite. I mean, that seems to be his actual worldview. I don't know 
that Kanye actually believes it. I don't know if he's with it enough to even understand what he's doing. Uh, yeah, Kanye is is mentally ill. He has bought the Louis Farrakhan line that the blacks are the real Jews, the Jews are fake Jews, the Jews are ruling the world even though they're not Jews and holding everybody down. I mean, it's just it's it's ridiculous filth. But there are a certain number of people who believe it, and it's been part of the like the black liberation theology on one side of of that aisle uh, for a long time. I mentioned Louis Farrakhan. He's can he's been preaching this crap for generations. But the lefty media, MSNBC and CNN, for instance, on the cable news channels, have been this has been their number one story since whenever it happened last week. Every day. Oh, yeah. Half the show is about this, and uh, they love it so much for a variety of reasons, uh, including, I guess, that you get more ratings when you talk about hating on Trump. Um, That's the only time they've gotten ratings, really. They're desperate for it to come back. How big a deal it is, I don't know. I mentioned one prominent talk show host who was still with Trump up until a couple of days ago, Jewish fellow, Sid Rosen of New York. Uh, said this was too much for me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Is it another straw on the camel's back for some of y'all? I don't know. I mean, like, uh, my focus group of uh, some friends and family members I know had turned on Trump after the midterms. Maybe you had continued to stick by Trump. Was this? And not so much that you think. I don't think Trump's an anti-Semite. I don't. I, I, but I think he is trying to play to that crowd. Like, he feels like he ne- You really think Donald Trump? There's a bigger chunk of people that are with you on the Kanye stuff than there are other people turned off by you who think you can't win a general election with this. I don't think Trump's that analytical. You don't think so? No, he's constantly talking about how he goes with his gut, and I think I take him at his word. I just think he goes with, with what pleases crowds and what gets him more adulation. Anyway, I was reading uh, Jonah Goldberg, who uh, is a writer and uh, uh, really hates Trump. So he comes from that perspective. But he said he feels like watching some Trump loyalists come out pretty harshly against the dinner, that it's like the Bill Clinton, Mark Rich pardon thing. That was like the last straw for a lot of Clintonites was just like, all right, whatever. You're going to freaking pardon this guy. I'm done with you. That there's mm-hmm. a, that that may be like that with Trump. I don't know. You know, everybody's different. Yeah. So yeah, time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, you know, I just I think Trump likes hanging out with Kanye because he's a black man who is in favor of of Trump, um, and uh, and he's a giant celebrity. And Trump is his entire career. He's loved hanging out with celebrities. His, his office, if you have ever seen it, is lined with pictures of him with big names. So I think that's about as far as that goes. Uh, but Kanye is, he's a, an immensely creative guy, but I think he has some serious mental illness problems. Um, he was talking to, uh, Tim Poole, if you know his act, podcaster, uh, commentator. <clears throat> and at the beginning of the discussion, he revealed that his meeting with Trump was scheduled before the Death Con 3 tweet, but was delayed. He claimed the former president had no idea who Fuentes was, and that's fair enough. It's it's really incautious of Trump to just dine with whoever shows up, but, you know, that's part of his charm. He's not a guarded, mm-hmm. groomed, spun, and polished politician. Yep, yep. That's- Much more raw and, and natural, you yep. know, for better or worse. Yeah, he was not I- focus grouped, no doubt about it. Yeah, I, and I get that part of the appeal, yeah. But then, um... Uh, 
But then Tim Pool just wanted to ask him about the whole anti-Semitic stuff. And uh, Kanye's answers, if you've ever dealt with somebody schizophrenic, I think you're going to recognize the cadence of it. I also have some pushback against my own argument that Trump uniquely has a problem winning a general election as a Republican. It ain't just Trump. And it's pretty good logic. So stay tuned for that. Okay, I am intrigued. Here's an intriguing uh, point. Well, it's, it's more angering than intriguing. Over the holiday season, people are shopping. They're buying presents for each other. It's fabulous. Well, burglaries and package theft spike nationally. That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. The best home security system of 2022 ranked by U.S. News and World Report and for good reason. If nothing else, you need to have all those cameras so you can become a Vine or a meme or a TikTok or something like that when you slip or your dog does something funny in the backyard or whatever. Be good to have all the cameras for that, right? Or you punch a package thief in the head. Best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report. A third year in a row. 24-7 professional monitoring. All kinds of great stuff. The HD security cameras inside and out. Hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home, including catching porch pirates. And they use proprietary technology to make sure you get priority police response. It's really cool. You can learn more about it at the website. Oh, and the 24-7 professionally monitoring service costs under a bucket day. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Save 50% off any new system. 50%. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, so here's Kanye talking to Tim Pool, <clears throat> podcaster. Uh, let's see. So uh, he he asks him. Uh, he says, uh, "What's that whole Death Con three? I mean, what what do you believe? What do you not?" Kanye says, "I just got to go right to the heart of this anti-Semite claim that's happening. This is something. If you read the definition, it says you can't claim that there's multiple people inside of banks or in media that are all Jewish, or you're anti-Semitic, and that's the truth. Like it's the truth." Okay, elaborate. Like, what do you mean, Pool asked? I'm saying, like, I've been labeled anti-Semite, right? So there's different beliefs about our bloodlines, you know, like the documentary that Kyrie Irving posted. And in general, America's been left ignorant, and history has been changed. So when we start questioning things that question the indoctrination, then you immediately get, you know, demonized, demonetized. And what's so beautiful about this time is everybody got to see what's really been happening. And I thought, okay, that's pretty good. I mean, other than the Kyrie Irving documentary, which was anti-Semitic crap, the idea of once you question the accepted doctrine, they go after you, that's true. So I'm not sure where this is going, but I'm hanging with you, Kanye. Then he says, and now we can really understand. We can see that Rahm Emanuel was next to Obama and Jared Kushner was right next to Trump. And uh, Poole's like, whoa, wait a minute. Isn't that an issue of these individuals rather than the fact that they're Jewish? The rapper continued, continued with his stream of consciousness. Quote, uh, uh, oh, Poole said you went right into the anti-Semite thing. I think it's something that should be talked about. But if you start bringing this up and you're going to ask my opinion, I got to disagree with you. I didn't ask your opinion. Ye fired back. I don't care about anybody's opinion, bro. I lost. They tried to put me in jail. They blocked the two billion I had. Like when I told Louis Farrakhan the Jewish people allowed Obama to meet with the minister, you know? 
You're not going to take away my pain, right? Right? The Jewish people say it's the Holocaust. This happened, and you can't say anything about it. We can't take their pain away. No one's going to denounce the fact that they tried to lock me up. Because every time I'm just holding stride, and it's like, I thought it was more Malcolm X, but I find out more I'm MLK, because as I'm getting hosed down every day by the press, and financially I'm just standing there. And when I found out they tried to put me in jail, it was like a dog was biting my arm, and I almost shed a tear, almost, but I still walked in stride through it. Who's trying to put him in jail? I don't know. I think the Jews. For what? Put him in jail for what? Uh, speaking out about who's the real black people. Just that whole, I'm sorry, who's the real Jewish people? Um, I'll tell you what, the college dropout's a good album. Regardless. Titles? Regardless. Uh, oh, is that one of his albums? Yes. Uh, yeah. oh, I don't know. I don't know that. Sorry. Oh, let's see. I didn't so know Paul's... it either. I just got into the Kanye thing recently. I was trying to figure out what his music is all about because he's he's a gazillionaire. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and Chappelle mentioned that album, and I thought, okay, that's where I'm going to start. And I've been listening to it, and it is, it is really something. I mean, it is mm. very thought provoking, musically really really good. But he's I also he's also a crazy person. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of great artists have been. So anyway, Poole says, uh, I think they've been extremely unfair to you. Who is they though? Ye said, we can't say who they is, can we? The press, Poole clarified, I didn't use the word as the way I guess you guys use. I'm talking about, it is them, though, isn't it? Fuentes chimed in. No, Poole responded quickly, as in the Jews. What do you mean it's not? Ye snapped. As Poole attempted to respond, the rapper stood up and began walking out of the room. You're leaving? Poole asked as Ye stormed out. He's gone. Uh, let's see. Um, and then Poole started railing against Yee's posse. You guys want to bring that stuff up and think we're not going to have a conversation? You think Yee's going to come in here and say, here's my pain, here's my suffering, and I say, I hear you. And then he's going to say, and it was the Jewish people, and I'm going to be like, okay, but don't, <laughs> I'm not going to do this. I refuse. <laughs> good for him. Yeah. I don't really know his act, but good for him. Yeah, he's a super smart guy, really interesting. You know, I disagree with him sometimes, but... um. And I couldn't even tell you the percentage of the time. There are too many people talking these days. Kanye's... (laughs) It used to be there were like three people in the news. One I agree with, one I disagree with, one I'm still thinking about. (laughs) There are too many people talking these days. Point of order. Point of order. Old man yells at cloud. Oh, my God. There are too many people talking these days. Kanye's thoughts don't hold together. They just don't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They just don't. I think he, how old is he? Is he like 30 barely or Early something? Early 40s, I think. Can you look that oh, up? Oh, is that, somebody is look that up right? how okay. old Kanye West is? Because generally uh, schizophrenia hits in uh, late teens and 20s. Um, it could be he has a different problem. Maybe it's a, a, a bipolar disorder like he's talked about. But I don't know. I don't. Uh, I feel no need to ruin Kanye. No. As much as I find anti-Semitism repugnant. He's a guy with mental illness. No, the only the only thing that makes this newsworthy is the former president who's running again had right. dinner with him the other night. And is that a good idea if you want to be elected president again? That's that's the only thing that makes it worth discussing to me. Clearly, no, it's a terrible idea. How old is he, Michael? Forty five years old. There you go. Okay. There you go. He's much um, older than I thought. He's been omnipresent for most of our lives. If you think Trump going away, though, would end a lot of the hysteria, you're wrong. And then we'll be done talking about Trump. All right, I'll just hit you with this when we come back. Armstrong and Getty. 
and Getty Show. I have been waiting decades to do what I'm getting ready to do now. When I was 14 years old, every day I used to stop here at this 7-Eleven and steal a king-size Snicker bar because I couldn't afford to buy one. That was my pre-workout food. I did that for almost a year every day. I had to come back and buy every Snickers bar on those shelves. Ring all these up. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm going to leave these here. If somebody looks like they're stealing Snickers, give them these so they don't steal it. Thank you. After decades of me wanting to come back home to 7-Eleven and try and make good, that felt really, really good. That was supposed to be cute and endearing. I found it perverse and troubling in several different ways. <laughs> Why? Why? That's that's bizarre. So uh, he he stole for a year hundreds of candy bars. So now to make amends, he's just going to do what you're supposed to do. He buys them. And then what? He's going to give them away? What? How does that make amends to the store owner who he ripped off? All it's doing is it's giving free stuff to people who are going to steal. <laughs> that's that's bizarre. <laughs> I th- I thought the overall point was to acknowledge that you were uh, you did something wrong and you're now a better person. I think wasn't mm. that the point? Mm. No, went about it poorly. That's the rock, huh? The Rock. Yeah, my kids really like The Rock and his various uh, kid movies. They're really well, big Well, he'll never be president with his history of rampant Snickers theft. Um, we got this text about Trump meeting with Ye. Um, and it was uh, basically what you were saying earlier. So you're friends with somebody, and you know they're struggling mentally, and they want to have dinner with you. You, what, you turn them down? That's probably the way Trump was looking at it. That's a fair point. It's not a cautious presidential candidate, which is fine with me. Um, but but look who t- Kanye's tagging along with, though. Yeah. So I came across this. I don't know who this person was, but I just thought it was an interesting point and something we all ought to be aware of and think about. Trump was a uniquely polarizing figure, but I suspect we're overrating his personal characteristics and explaining the hysteria that has gripped professional class liberals during his presidency. It's not just him. He was the first Republican president in the age of social media post-Great Awakening. I think any future Republican president, whether a culture warrior like DeSantis or an inoffensive executive type like Youngkin, will provoke much the same response, including tremendous pressure on mainstream institutions to validate the latest social media-generated moral panic over everything they do. It's not like the early 20s support staff at major newspapers, magazines, tech companies, and publishing houses, or the students at universities and law schools are going to be more reasonable by 2028. And I think that's a, an excellent point. Ding! We're into a new era of the Great Awakening and social media hysteria, no matter who the Republican is. Even if they're a Mitt Romney milquetoast Republican, it is going to be an epic panic over every decision or policy they talk about. Right, they're going to put you all back on the plantation. It's going to be the Handmaid's Tale, whatever. Yeah. And, I, and I, I'll bet that's the new fairly, Hitler. I'll bet that's fairly true. Yeah, you're the new Hitler. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a lot of that. Yeah, and of course, every Republican is a racist. We can just assume that. Uh, even the huge influx of black and Hispanic Republicans, they're racists, too. Or they've internalized white supremacy or something. Or something. Steve Kerr, coach of the Golden State Warriors, said something about the United States and China. We've got to get to that. Made me so freaking mad. I'm a big Warriors fan, but it makes it hard to watch. Uh, If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. 
Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Will Smith's all over the place. We got a little bit of him on, I guess, Trevor Noah last night. He's on the CBS Early Show this morning trying to rehabilitate his image before this giant, expensive Apple movie about slavery or something comes out. Um, that he's in, I presume? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's Okay. And uh, I'm un- mildly interested in whether he can turn around my distaste for him, because right now I'm like, I just don't ever want to see or hear from you again, dude. Um, go away. But not important. Uh, this kind of is. It's sports, but politics intermingling the way we do in the modern world. Steve Kerr. Coach of the Golden State Warriors, the most successful NBA team of the last decade. And uh, his dad was an ambassador who was killed, or is that what it was? Correct, yeah, he was assassinated in, uh, gosh, was it Lebanon? But so he's, he's unlike just, you know, a lot of the people that were only on the jock path his whole life, he was on more of a paying attention international news path as a young man. Mm-hmm. And is more thoughtful than a lot of your uh, your athletes are about the world, um, who only want um, uh, the latest Lamborghini and some hot chicks. He's not really that kind. But I hate his politics so much; it's really hard to watch his team. And uh, he was asked about China and the protests going on over there and that sort of stuff in one of the post games the other day. It has not come up in terms of people asking me about it, uh, people discussing it. Um, no. 
nor has uh, our record of um, human rights abuses come up either. People in China didn't ask me about, uh, you know, people owning AR-15s and mowing each other down in a mall. I wasn't asked that question. The world is a complex place, and there's more gray than black and white. So the idea was... Uh, wow, well, uh, hang on now. Gray and black and white. Let's start with slavery. Uh, is that gray or black and white? Because they got has, millions of them. Because China's uh, currently the biggest slave-holding country on planet Earth. By a lot. Is that a gray area? That's a good one. That's a good one right there from Joe Getty. Is that a gray area? And it's not like the government, under a great deal of angst and disagreement and anger, grudgingly permits slavery by private places, uh, 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 private people in limited places 150 years ago. The government itself owns the slaves today, Steve. Yeah, that whole moral equivalency game is just so off-putting to me. Yeah, and what's interesting, this is a perfect case study. I think Steve Kerr is a bright guy. I don't know how bright, but he's a pretty bright guy. I also think he is a decent human being who wants to do and say the right things. I just think he's completely misguided. Yeah, well, I know people that i pretty sure have very, very high IQs who feel the same way as him. So, yeah, it's not, the brain power is not necessarily the problem. It's just such a wacky worldview to me. Yeah, yeah. Because we have troubled, loser, angry idiots who hurt other people to express their anger, that removes our ability to express a desire for humans to be free? Good Lord. You know, I've been reading a lot about forgiveness and grace and that sort of thing, and, and, and Jesus saying to the uh, those who wanted to stone the woman who was caught uh, committing adultery, uh, you know, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, roughly, depending on your favorite translation. Um and uh, this is exactly the opposite. This is not someone claiming to be pure trying to punish. This is someone saying, we have made mistakes. We have oppressed people. We must make it our eternal mission to free people from oppression. Steve Kerr, that's exactly the opposite. Well, I grabbed that clip from tucker carlson last night tucker's assumption was that because the nba is so heavily invested in china financially that it's just part of the whole nba thing where they never badmouth china it might be as simple as that but the, the that worldview of until we can craft the perfect society you can't complain about china mass raping women in an effort to commit a genocide what that's I mean, just... yeah, we could go through the list of sins. That's literally what they're doing so that uh, they they thin the bloodlines. Uh, they, they have completely quashed any right of assembly, of free speech, of dissent. They have slaves. They torture people. They beat people for speaking their minds. They lock them in their apartments for months at a time so that the crazed dictator won't look bad having tied himself personal to the personally to the zero covid policy steve they're a gigantic loathsome oppressor of humankind we're flawed yeah but we're trying as hard as we can you can't see that difference ideology trumps intelligence all the time and it's they, crazy to watch and they want to take over the world and let us all live that way yeah 
Yeah, and brutalize the entirety of humanity, Steve. Yeah, I just that's that's an interesting way to look at things. Wow. Um, sickened by that is where I am. Uh, oh, hey, coming up, I gotta slip this in. What if there were a nation of almost twelve million people, just a few miles off our shore, that was falling apart completely? And millions and millions of those people are going to try as hard as they can to sneak into the United States. Well, luckily, we have a great secure border, according to the president. But uh, if we didn't, if, for instance, we had a wide open southern border, get ready for millions of people to walk in soon. I'll explain. Stay with us. Elon Musk tweeted this. Just a note to encourage people of different political or other views to engage in civil debate on Twitter. (laughs) Good luck with that, Elon. I hope that works. I'm all for it, too. He said, worst case, the other side is a slightly better understanding of your views. I agree with you a thousand percent, but that ain't what Twitter is. I mean, you're going to have to really change the, I mean, you're going to. You're going to have to turn, like, it's like buying Applebee's and turning it into a yoga studio. I mean, it's just, it's a completely different thing if you're going to go with the whole uh, encouraging people of different political views to engage in civil debate. <laughs> I think you're going to have to, like, go crisper and edit the genes of all of humanity to get that result. Yeah, Elon. No I mean, I'm, I'm with you, but good luck. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, he's, uh, and he also asked uh, last weekend, should Twitter offer a general amnesty to suspended accounts? And a whole bunch of suspended accounts are now back because people voted on Twitter 72% to 28%. So like three-quarters of people thought, let the suspended accounts back on, which I think is pretty interesting because Twitter's mostly left. Um, and a whole bunch of people got back on, like Tucker Carlson's back on, James Lindsay's back on, Trump's back on. But anyway, so Elon Musk put, the people have spoken. Amnesty begins next week, now this week. Uh, Vox Populi Vox Day? I don't speak anything but barely English. What does that mean? The voice of the people is the voice of God. Huh. Good one. Or something similar. Elon religious at all? I don't know. I don't know anything about his. I'm guessing uh, not. Guessing by his activities, siring children? No. Siring children. You know, I was just reading about, and I'm, I'm a fan of him as an entrepreneur and innovator. Um, personally, the way he behaves, I'm not a big fan of, but you know, uh, but his boring company that pledged to dig those tunnels and have hyperloops and stuff like that. I was just reading how they've ghosted several cities and it's just, he needs to have the guts to stand up and say, this didn't work or it didn't work the way I thought it would. I'm either shutting it down or it's a disappointment, but we tried and we failed. And that's part of, that's part of success is trying and failing. But that whole thing is, is now, just kind of silly. Really, that's the only interesting. One of those that's functioning is in Las Vegas, where you go down into the tunnel and people drive you back and forth in Teslas at thirty miles per hour. <laughs> oh, really? That's that, not a joke. That's actually what happened. It's kind of interesting because I was at the Peterson Auto Museum in Los Angeles last week, which I'd never heard of. Uh, we pulled up to it, and my son said, "Oh my God, Dad! This is the museum we're going to." I guess it's world famous and the best car museum in the world, and he'd seen mm. it on all his favorite car shows, and he was 
vibrating with excitement that we were going to this car museum, which turned wow, out to be cool. insanely cool. I mean, it was very, yeah. very, very cool. But the Tesla display, which is the front, you have to walk through the Tesla display to get to everything else, was enormous. And I can't imagine how much Elon paid or donated or whatever to get that going. Uh, uh, but it included a big display of the boring company claiming that in 2022 we've accomplished this or that, and it had a, a simulator of uh, uh, a, a pretty large size to let you know how it worked, and my kids were really interested. Henry was interested, and Sam hates the whole electric car thing so much, but Henry was interested in it with me about how <laughs> transporting people underground, and the. but you're, you're, you're thinking it's dead, that whole thing? Uh, yeah, it's more or less dead. Yeah, he's ghosted several cities that he said, hey, don't build your above-ground light rail from, say, O'Hare Airport to some transportation hub or downtown Chicago. I can't remember exactly what. We're going to give you a bid. We will revolutionize it. It will be less expensive. It will decrease traffic, the soul-deadening traffic. And Chicago's like, yes, please. And then the next year, when it's come time to make a bid, they're just like, yeah, never mind. So not only did they have, like, the first car ever made and a whole bunch of Lamborghinis and Bugattis and all these different sorts of things, um, they have, uh, I think, the biggest, lar- the largest collection of famous cars from TVs and movies, TV shows and movies there. Mm. What was my favorite car? The one I, uh, the only one I got my picture taken next to. You'd have to be roughly my age to probably guess. The General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard, because you're a racist. <laughs> What's your guess, Michael? That's what I was going to guess, okay, actually. No. No. no, the inevitable Batmobile. No, please. the Batmobile. They didn't no? have a Batmobile. Huh. The um, the car from Starsky and Hutch. I wanted that car so bad when I was a kid. <sighs> the Grand Torino that was red with the white stripe. Oh my God! I I took a picture of that and texted it to my brother. I was so thrilled with getting to see that in person. We weren't allowed to watch gritty cop shows no. when that show was on the air. They weren't that gritty. I can understand why your uh, your parents would uh, not want you to watch them, because there would be the chance it would be gritty. They weren't very gritty. <laughs> by today's standards. <laughs> they're, they're hilarious comedies by today's standards. Although um, we did watch Kojak, which was frequently uh, fairly violent. Same genre. Yeah. 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 Um, I just saw With Telly Savalas, who loves you, baby. <laughs> I got to let this go. The economic reporting about Black Friday. I got to let it go. It's kind of sticking in my craw, but I got one example. Maybe next hour I'll get to. And what's happening in Haiti. It's probably not on your radar. It ought to be. Holy crap. Well, I don't know. A anything. country is falling apart and it's right over there. I don't know anything about this. I will stay tuned. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. The most politically charged World Cup soccer match in recent World Cup history happening today between the United States and Iran. Yeah, yeah. Must two hours away. Freedom. I will not watch because soccer bores me, but I will read about it. Wow. Jack unwilling to support his country would be a good title for this section of the podcast. Gotta admit, I don't care at all whether we win or lose. What? We're going up there. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Please. I'm, I need a new job. I'm quitting. I'm resigning. Or you're fired or something. <laughs> so when the Americans beat the Soviets, the miracle on ice, you're like, I'm not a big hockey fan. I don't care. And I don't care about evil empires and I nuclear was... holocaust. To hell with America. Signed, Jack Armstrong. <laughs> I, was... I think that's a fair characterization. I was thrilled by that one, but... I'm not sure in this one whether Iran winning is would be good for their country or bad for their country, actually. Yeah, the domestic reaction could be interesting and complicated. Right. Yeah, um, and, and granted, if the U.S. was going up against Russia, like right now, in some sort of international paint-drying contest, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I'd well, be that into it. The idea with with us t- taking on the Soviet hockey team was: is your system better than our system? Was was really for real on the table? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think we're looking at the soccer match today that way, are we? No, nobody thinks Iran's system is worth a mess. No. And I almost said the word. And I wish I had. Uh, anyway, uh, we need to talk about not that poo hole, but a different one. Oh yeah. Asshole countries in the news. That's right. Uh, so there is a push by U.S. officials to send in a multinational force to Haiti. And you're thinking, wait a minute, more foreign adventurism, blah, blah, blah. Listen to this, would you? Haiti, and then I'll get to the, uh, you know, why it's a really troubling idea might be necessary. Anyway, Haiti is in the midst of a humanitarian disaster. Gang warfare has deepened since the assassination of the president last summer. Do you remember that? Hunger is intensified. Cholera is spreading, as it has before, partly because armed groups are preventing doctors from providing care. 
Uh, the uh, New York Times talked to this, uh, the Bureau, Times Bureau chief from Mexico and the Caribbean who uh, reports from Haiti. Uh, criminal organizations seem out of control, to control much of Haiti. How'd they take over? Gangs have been around in Haiti for decades, but they became particularly brazen after the assassination. A new prime minister took over, but he was never confirmed by the parliament. A lot of people view him as illegitimate. The institutions of the country were gutted. The gangs have stepped into the power vacuum, and the state has lost its ability to secure the most basic arteries in the country. Can you explain how life in Haiti has deteriorated since the gangs took over? To uh, understand the current situation, we look at two major events. In July, rival gangs fought over control of Cité Soleil, the largest slum in Haiti where about 300,000 people live. A war broke out between them that lasted for about a week and resulted in hundreds of deaths. Gang members burned down entire neighborhoods. Women were raped as a tool of war. It was horrific. Thousands of people fled the slum, and many of them have been living as refugees elsewhere in Port-au-Prince, the capital. A few months later, the prime minister raised the price of fuel, which sparked protests that plunged Haiti into near anarchy. And one of the gangs blocked the port through which most of the fuel comes to the country. Why does that matter? Well, Haiti doesn't have a functional electrical grid, so everything runs on diesel generators. Can you imagine the filth? Oh, when there's no fuel, it impacts almost everything. Gas stations closed, no trash collection, piling up in slums. The water utility lost its ability to pump it off water. Aid workers couldn't bring in water to areas blocked by gangs, made, which was a major contributor to the cholera outbreak. Uh, complete dysfunction, chaos, and anarchy, except in the areas where the brutal raping gangs are in control. Wow. I regularly say this. The thing you should be most thankful for is that you were born in this country, or you live here now if you weren't born in this country. Yeah, yeah. So now, fearing the humanitarian crisis engulfing Haiti could spur mass migration to the U.S. and others, and elsewhere, rather, uh, some top Biden administration officials are pushing to send a multinational armed force to the country. Several current and former officials say after the Haitian government made an appeal for such an intervention last month. The U.S. doesn't want its own troops included in that force, even though officials fear that the tumult in Haiti will send an even bigger wave of migration to American shores. So, with all due respect to the difficulty of the situation, and it is very difficult, they're starting to float trial balloons or run uh, ideas up the flagpole. There needs to be a multinational force. This is the Biden administration. Go into Haiti and restore order fight all the gangs street to street but no american troops because that would be insane but you other countries really ought to send some troops in wow i mean it would be black hawk down like every other day yeah i would think yeah yeah Uh, otherwise you have to invade the country with a giant show of force when U.N. peacekeepers were last stationed in Haiti in 2010, they brought cholera, cholera to the country, causing one of the worst outbreaks in modern times. Nearly 10,000 Haitians died, and respect for the U.N. in Haiti was forever destroyed, according to the U.N. Secretary General at the time. Now, the Biden administration is, can, is encountering resistance to rallying a multinational force, including from American mil- military leaders who do not want to be drawn into a mission that would require a significant amount of time and resource, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so the situation is you have a crumbling country of 13.5 million people uh, a few miles off of our shores, and you're going to see a massive exodus any day now. 
toward an open uh, southern border. Mm. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) Jeez. Why do we have more road deaths than practically any country in the world? Will Smith finally speaks out about the slap. A bunch of different things we can talk about in Hour 4. If you don't get Hour 4, one, it's a shame. Two, you can get it through podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. That's what you look for. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at Fisher homes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home we went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or b-cell all the saint jude team came up to get cj via ambulance shortly after that i noticed a rainbow it meant that there was hope we were driving into hope to have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.